Welcome to the Empowerment Radio Show, the show that empowers, inspires, and motivates. Hear from experts in all areas of business as they share proven techniques that have helped them earn millions and have more free time. Learn the tricks of the trade, including how to market your business and develop the million-dollar mindset needed to succeed. Be sure to register for more information at torontowomensexpo.com. Use hashtag EWTS, which is short for Empowering women to succeed. Now, let's welcome the host of the Empowerment Radio Show, Randy Goodman. Hello, everyone. This is Randy here with the Empowerment Radio Show and my very special guest, Patty Levesque, a mindset coach and the president of a business in a male-dominated industry. I won't divulge the industry as I will let Patty do that during our talk. I can't wait to hear all about your story. I want to give a warm welcome to my podcast guest, Patty Levesque. Thank you for being here with us, Patty. Hello, hi. Yes, this is Patty Levesque, sometimes known as Patricia Levesque and sometimes known as Pat Levesque. One day I'll figure out what to call me, but Patty is good. Okay. <laughs> well, I've always known Patty, so I just automatically call you Patty. So I'm glad you're here with us. Thank you, thank you. I know that you have a little bit of a different journey in the business that you ended up getting into. Can you tell us a little bit about your upbringing and what business you're in? What led you there? Well, my claim to fame is I was born and raised in a one-industry steel town, which is Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, Canada. And I ended up going to work for the steel mill that I said as a young child I would never work for. So therefore, I ended up working in doing something that as a little girl I promised myself I wasn't going to do, but life often unfolds differently than how we plan it, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Absolutely. So... So I ended up working in the steel industry. And what happened is, is that I went to university and I ended up um, getting married uh, to a man that my family didn't want, didn't like and didn't want me to marry. And he didn't have a university education. So I quit university and off I went to community college and I became a medical secretary. And doing that medical secretary job, what happened is I ended up getting a job as a typist file clerk, typing in the basement x-ray reports. It was very boring. There was no windows. I didn't like it. And I was sitting there one day and I said to myself, well, if I'm going to be bored doing a job I don't like, I might as well go over to that steel mill and get a job that I don't like and make more money. So I went and applied, and I got a job as a typist file clerk in the sales office. And from there on, I became woman, hear me roar, because what happened is, is that unfortunately, as expected, that marriage didn't end up being a long-term marriage, and it ended in less than five years. 
And so I came to the realization that I had to support myself. And my mother hadn't prepared me for that. I Nowhere in my upbringing did I ever think that one day I would have to support myself. But I made a critical decision. I decided if I needed and wanted to support myself, I wanted to... I needed to step out of the conventional ranks that women are in, as such as a typist file clerk in a sales office, and I pursued a sales position. This is back in the 70s. There was wow. not one female working in a non-conventional rank of in, in any departments anywhere in the steel industry at that time. So I got interviewed and I got turned down and I kind of, you know, expressed a little discontent about that. So they railroaded me, asked me if I would move to Toronto and they lined me up to work with a distributor of the steel mill. And fortunately, they hired me as an inside salesperson and I believe the the president of the big steel corporation lined this up for me so that I wouldn't create any big problems. Hmm. So I started as an inside salesperson and I was the very first woman in sales in the steel distribution. And from there I just continued on. In the 1980s, after a recession, there was a job posting in the Toronto Star asking and looking for an outside salesperson for the company I was working for. And I was an inside sales at the time, so I went into my boss and I said, I'd really like to apply for this job. I'd love to be able to be an outside salesperson. And he said, close the door and sit down. And he Mm -hmm. says, you know, I don't really think that outside sales is any place for a woman. So, you oh. know, forget about it. <laughs> oh, boy, shut you down. Yeah, 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 exactly. So anyways, I went home, and I thought about it, and I said, gee, you know, I just let somebody talk me out of something that I wanted, right? And I just have this um, very strong determined type personality so I kind of you know one of my personality characteristics is I'll show you so I decided that I was going to go and get an outside sales job with a competitor right and that's what I proceeded to do and lo and behold I was so successful bringing in sales with this company that they decided to promote me to become uh, inside sales manager. Bingo, very first woman is a manager in the steel industry. I'm positive that's in North America. Congratulations. We're in, the, <laughs> we're in the early 80s now. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. But guess, but guess what happened, Randy? While I'm there and I have this job, which I aspired to have, I found myself in that middle management position, and, I, and, I, and it was very stressful, and there was a lot of pressure, and I really didn't like it. Mm. So imagine, you know, becoming the first person achieving a, you know, a milestone, and, you know, here I am, this pioneer, and I get to where I think I want to be, and I'm like, oh, this is too stressful. 
Mm-hmm. I don't really like this. And unfortunately, what happened is um, I kind of turned to alcohol a little bit too much because all the guys, you know, were big drinkers in that in the steel industry. It's just a it's just a big drinking crowd, right? You know, mm-hmm. that's what they do. So I kind of joined in with that crowd, and. Um, but one day I had someone call on me that was do, was an independent manufacturer's rep sales agent. So I went home that night and I thought, you know, I could do what this person is doing. And, um, you know, everyone I spoke to said, well, why don't you? So sure. I did. I went and set up my own company and I became a commissioned salesperson as a man, working as a manufacturer sales rep. And this started in uh, the fall of 1986. And once again, here I am, the pioneer, probably the very first female to ever be a commissioned sales agent in that industry. Well, that's phenomenal. That shows unbelievable strength and character in you and to go after what you wanted to despite <laughs> what was around you. Um, you know, and I'm sure the scrutiny of being a woman tapping into this male-dominated industry. So kudos to you. <laughs> well, you know, you know I, 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 remember, I remember that the guys were a little jealous, and I remember that they you know, sometimes said things that weren't really very nice. But you know what? I just kept putting my big girl pants on and going to work and doing what you could, you're supposed to do. And you know what I would do? I would just go out and outsell them, right? Oh, good for you. In sales, you have the freedom to go get more sales. So I'd go get more sales and, you know, the that just kind of like I, I suppose they probably talked about me behind my back, but you know I just didn't even pay attention. I just did what I needed to do, and quite frankly, a big motivation for me was financial gain. I was I really liked making money, so mm-hmm. I wanted to make more money. Uh, but after five years of being self-employed, I I bumped into a brick wall. And uh, this was a brick wall where I got diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome. And this diagnosis for chronic fatigue syndrome uh, really kind of threw me on the rails. And the the doctor said to me, there's nothing we can do for you. And I said, well, if there's nothing you can do for me, give me my files because I'm not coming back. And oh that was kind of that was a little bit bold statement, you know, to do. And they were like, "Oh, we can't give you your records." I said, "Oh, yes, you can, because I think they're mine." <laughs> so you know the you know the, this uh, driving determination and strong will. But I took a week's vacation in a, in a magazine uh, in a, the magazine rack was a health magazine. I read this health magazine, and there was a beautiful doctor named Dr. Rona who still works in Toronto, and he had an article in there about food allergies. I read this article, and I went bingo, bingo, bongo. I got food allergies. I went and got tested, lactose intolerance, abstinence on, lac- on dairy products, and, and my fatigue uh, went away. Wow. And after that, I became extremely passionate about alternative health. And I sought out 
alternative health, you name it, I did it. And the reason I did it was because I wanted to get peak performance. I identified really early on that if you could get be healthy, you can get peak performance and you can make more money. And I liked making money, so I tried to get as healthy as I could. So this so, leads into... <laughs> yes, go ahead, Randy. So... <laughs> Okay, so you started in this male-dominated industry. You found a passion and a love for health. Yeah. So now what I understand is that this has taken you into a different turn of businesses. Right. It did. It, it did. It did take me in a different turn of businesses in that I became passionate about it I uh, in 2001, after um, achieving a, uh, a high income revenue goal that I had set ages ago, which was $500,000 a year, okay. and when I achieved that goal, I was, um, I guess I kind of feel like I kind of felt like I made it. And I was visiting someone who was doing a type of testing on me, computerized, they called it electrodermal screening with uh, organ organ balancing using botanical herbs. And it blew me away. I was like, wow, this is Mm -hmm. fantastic. And I made a comment, one day I'd like to do this. And then my next visit, she says, you know, I'm interested in selling my equipment and selling my business. Was that something you might be interested in? And I kind of you know, said, bring it on. And then later I thought to myself, who was that talking? <laughs> you know, right. have you ever had that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yes, and, and, and as well, I, you know, I, I in tag coat with that, as well as uh, seeking alternative health, I also, all the literature that I sought out to for self-development and self-improvement, I was one of these ones that so many have done and I played uh, positive thinking tapes in my car, and I read every positive thinking book I could get my hands on, you know, famous authors and that. And the majority of them had a spiritual message to their, to their, you know, to their theme about how to be successful in sales and that. I don't know how and why I attracted that. So along uh, along came, I went to, started going to night college at night and weekends, and I, be, and I got three diplomas, a diploma in botanical medicine. I got a diploma in spiritual healing. I got a diploma in vibrational medicine. And then wow. I also got a fourth diploma, which was in uh, Bowen therapy uh, technique which is a type of body therapy. So out of all the things that I went to go to to help me get peak performance, I became a practitioner for the ones I felt were the highest and most effective. So today I have transitioned into an alternative healthcare provider and a very awesome you know, healer. So I call myself an entrepreneur and a healer. It's pretty interesting, isn't it? It's incredible. Like your journey is unbelievable. And the fact that you allowed yourself to be in a position financially where you could go after your passion, go after your dream, do the thing that 
you love the most or, or you resonate the most with. Because as you mentioned, when you were a, a child and you looked at the steel industry and said, nope, never, not for me, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, yeah. and then there you were. So clearly this wasn't a passion of yours. You fell into it. You took it on as a challenge. You conquered it, clearly. Yeah. So very empowering. I mean, the message you're getting across to people, and I hope especially all the young women out there who are listening to this podcast, that you're really taking away from this, that go after it. You know, don't let it go. Just go after it. Yeah. Exactly. Don't let anybody get in your way. I mean, you had everybody in your way. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. I had everyone yeah. in my way, but I did it anyways, you know, yeah, and I took on mentors along the way that helped me. I sought out all the positive things, you know, I hear and read it on so many of uh, your Facebook po- posts, you know, about mm-hmm. uh, hanging out with the people who, lift you know, you up lift you up, right? Yep, exactly. So, Patty, you have an incredible journey, but, you know, now that you're in the healing industry, you're an entrepreneur, um, you love to help people, clearly, what do you find are the most challenging issues that people face? What are you encountering, or what are people telling you? Well, I think the most... uh, I think the most difficult things that people face is they lack revenue revenue stream to do what I did. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. for some reason, they can't seem to be able to break themselves out of the conventional ranks of the everyday expectation. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, so as a result, the... I think become more joiners than than say that they're going to you know not allow themselves to fall into what's accepted as norm normalcy or norm a little thing I had as a child was dyslexia, so sometimes I struggle pronouncing words, <laughs> but what's not uh-huh. normal uh-huh. so I think that's where my strength was, and I think that's the biggest struggle that people have is to have the courage and strength to decide that they're going to do different. Mm -hmm. And perhaps they're not willing to make the sacrifices because, you know, you know, a diagnosis of chronic fatigue syndrome and I identified I hadn't had a vacation in five years, you know, Mm -hmm. perhaps some people aren't willing to do that, but sometimes in order to get what you really want, there are sacrifices you have to make and be willing to make I, to I achieve your that, goals. I, I think that happens in most cases. Um, you know, whether it's your family or uh, yourself or whatever it might be, there, there's always mm-hmm. some sort of sacrifice that comes with success, you know, while yeah, you're building there, it anyway, right? Well, there is. But, you know, I went through a situation where I had a very ill mother and a very ill brother, and I ended up having to take volumes of time off to take care of them. But you know what? I really believe God sent out little angels to make sales calls for me while I was doing that. So if you really do what your your mission is on life and what you're in 
goal is on life, the fact is you're taken care of. Mm-hmm. You're provided Absolutely. for. Yes. 100% are you taken care of. Yeah, and you have to believe it too, for sure. You have to believe Absolutely. it. Well, I love you have that. to believe I, it. I love that. Uh, so what would you suggest to people who are having challenges? Do you, is there any, uh, like, one or two key things that you could suggest to people out there that they could go in a certain direction or do a well, certain Well, I would thing? suggest, you know, remember my attitude when the doctor said, oh, by the way, you have chronic fatigue syndrome and there's nothing we can do for you. Well, I just, you know, said, guess what? I'm not accepting. There's nothing you can do for me. There's mm-hmm. lots that can be done for me. I'm going to find it. Right. But don't accept okay. no as an answer. Mm-hmm. No it means nothing. Right. <laughs> right? Don't yep. accept no. And the other thing is, is focus on your health. Take care of yourself. You know, I, I identified that maybe I was abusing alcohol a little bit. I've been abstinent for close to 30 years. Wow. I had to do abstinence and dairy products to catch keep my health. I'm going to be turning 64. I am 64 this year. Last summer, I did a triathlon. You know, you've you. got to do it wow. and put your wow. health first. That is absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. Patty, can you tell us what your new business is called? Phoenix Wellness Consulting. Nice. And Phoenix yeah. Wellness uh, is an is um, I do spa services such as uh, beautiful rejuvenation facials, and I do beautiful Bowen therapy for stress and pain. I do divine healing hands, soul healing, which I just recently got certified for, and I'm very excited about it. And I also do various types of health assessments to monitor your health. I also have a studio where we do Pilates and yoga. Just started a rung club, walking club out of my... So it's the overall health picture that I cater to. So to facilitate you to be healthy, you know, soul, mind, body. Absolutely. I love it. That's awesome. That's my passion. My passion was the steel and was, the, you know, my passion was sales and make money. And, you know, my, my higher power or my divine guidance led me to, to, to follow that passion so I could be positioned now to be that role model. My, you know, my claim to fame is I walk my talk. Love it. You have to. You definitely have to. You have to be that role model for sure. So what kind of results can people expect when they go through the healing process with you? The kind of result that people can expect will be what they are willing to allow themselves to go to. <laughs> so, so truly they can heal every aspect of their life, their relationships, 
their finances, their businesses, and their health. If they're willing, ready, and able and want to do that, I can facilitate them to heal every aspect of their life. Okay, that's great. So you take a holistic approach. Correct. So I I know you've also taken on another venture where yes. you have a book coming in the mix. So I do. I do. Can you tell yes. us a little bit about what you're sharing in it and, and why? And it's so so exciting because I have am participating in this new book that is coming out very soon called Empowering Women to Succeed. And uh, in that book, I have a chapter. There's going to be 14 other women that have uh, their, their stories of success. And my story in that will have the theme of me following my soul journey uh, to financial freedom through following my spiritual guidance and my spiritual journey to achieve my mission or what's the right word? There's a, you know, my sole purpose, I guess. And you just, you really don't know how the big guy is going to take you down what roads and and uh, and around what corners and over what bumps and what puddles and oceans along the way but if you follow your passion and you follow and you know what you want it's easy i hear you and i love that you're going to share that with the world that's fantastic fantastic yep. so what is it that gets you fired up about this? Like what makes you so passionate about sharing information with people and helping people? Because I believe there's a lot of people right now on the planet that are suffering for um, ill health. A lot of people are suffering with uh, financial struggles. A lot of people are suffering with relationship struggles and what I'm saying is that, you know what, I've been there, done that, and uh, I've, walked, uh, I've walked through it. And uh, I, I would like to help empower and facilitate you to have the courage and strength to keep on keeping on and do what you need to do to get to where you want to get to. And you too can have the rewards of financial freedom or, you know, peace and joy. It's out there for all of us, just for the taking. Oh, I love that. Thank you. So, so, Patty, what would you tell people about trying to get into a male-dominated industry? Is it really difficult? Are there tricks to the trade? I mean, I know you told us your story about, um, you know, having the men not that thrilled about having you in there. So is there any tricks or mindset tricks or something that you could suggest to any other women or men who are trying to get into an industry? I'd say don't give up and don't quit and do it anyways. And don't take it personal. Right. (laughs) That would be the hardest part not to do. Of course. Right? It's not personal. Don't let anybody else 
try and talk you out of what you want. I love that, Patty. Um, I won't get into it, but I have my own personal story with that. And, uh, you know, so I am totally feeling your power and the struggles that you went through in order to achieve the results and the success that you have. So I bow down to you. I know we can't see each other. It's not video. But honestly, I bow down to you. You're incredible. You're a fantastic example of women or any person going after their goals despite all the obstacles that get thrown your way. That was an incredible journey, Patty. It was an honor to speak with you today, and I really thank you for sharing all that information with us. Thank you, Randy, and I really look forward to reading the Empowering Woman to Succeed book that is going to be launched in the very near future. It's very exciting. I can't wait. Yes, very exciting. So, Patty, where can people find you? Is there a website that they can go to? My website is phoenixwellness.ca, P-H-O-E-N-I-X-W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S dot C-A. Fabulous. Thank you. So I want to thank each and every one of you for listening to this podcast. And please remember to subscribe and share. Thank you. And thank you again, Patty. Thank you, Randy. Thank you for listening to the Empowerment Radio Show. Want more empowerment from Randy Goodman? Stay up to date and follow Randy on Twitter at Randy Connects. That's Randy with an I. Remember to use hashtag EWTS, which is short for Empowering Women to Succeed. Or visit TorontoWomensExpo.com. Thank you.